Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Deneen White. Today, I am very excited to introduce to you Tyler Jackson Price from Orlando, Florida. He has a very interesting story that I think you're all going to enjoy. Hi, Tyler. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Deneen. It's great having, uh, great having you, and um, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I'm so excited to, um, for you to tell everyone your story. So these 30 minutes, as you know, are going to fly by. So can you start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Uh, yes. Um, my name is Tyler Jackson Price. Uh, I am a voice actor uh, living in Orlando, Florida, but originally from the Philadelphia area. Um, I've been doing voice acting for about almost four years, but been in entertainment for about nine uh, started out in stand-up comedy and, um, you know, really just blazing the trail for myself and, uh, you know, just having a good time while I'm doing it. That's awesome. Okay, so I want to – I know I sent you an agenda, but I have a question for you. So you started out in stand-up yeah. comedy. How do, you, how do you feel like that has helped you with the voiceover and everything else you've done? Well, you know, doing doing stand-up, it's – it's not the easiest thing. And the number one thing you kind of have to get, you know, over is of course the fear of speaking in front of people. And not only is it a fear of speaking in front of people, it's the fear of, okay, what I say next, is that going to make people laugh? Are they going to laugh at me or with me? And um, it can be nerve wracking, but um, really stand up really allowed me to be creative in my own way. And I love that there were, there were no barriers in what I could say what I, what I could think, what I could write. Um, I really had, you know, anything I, I wanted to do, I could do. And I love that freedom. And I think having a taste of the stage and the mic and just having that creativity flow through me, I think that really made me look at the world differently and, and kind of, you know, talk to myself saying, okay, Tyler, you know, is this really what you want to do? Do you want to work like a nine to five and be subjected to, you know, quote unquote rules, or do you want to just be your own person, be your own creative, uh, you know, masterpiece and just show people who you really are. And I chose to be my own creative masterpiece. So that's, that's my goal. But um, really, you know, working at Disney, uh, I worked at Tower of Terror for about six years and I was one of the creepy bellhops. So you know, you have thousands and thousands of guests each day, and you're interacting with them. Um, but I think working at that specific ride, it gave me the freedom to – I could act silly. I could act scary. I could joke around with the guests. I could, you know, use different voices, use different personalities and personas. And um, I think that catapulted me into, okay, let's let's see what stand-up can do. And then once I did stand-up, okay, let me see what else I can do uh, to just move me forward in that, like I said, creativity space. Awesome. So working at um, Disney and then also with the stand-up comedy, do you feel like it made you think a lot quicker on your feet almost? And do you think have that helped your, your career or helped your career? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, 
um, you know, when, when I, when I did stand up comedy, you know, of course I would have things written and I would have a, a an outline of what I would, you know, want to say in my segues, but, um, you know, a lot of it, and you can ask any, any comedian, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's just the flow of the crowd. I mean, if you say a joke and it's a short joke, a short punchline, and they're just enjoying it and they're, they're, you know, really eating your material up. I mean, I can't tell you how many extra minutes I've added on to a maybe a one-minute joke, and I'm just feeling the crowd. The crowd's feeling me, and you just keep going. But, but yeah, you gotta you gotta think on your feet. I mean, if you see a family that's from a certain area of the country, you know, make a joke about it or or a reference. You know, kind of make them feel comfortable and surprise them. You know, like yeah, talk about a sports or, or like you said, just something creative and and that really. Um, you know, trains your mind and, and really makes you uh, pay attention to detail. And I think that's a key too, paying attention to the details. That's awesome. I was talking to someone um, over the weekend on a podcast and she was like, they have nothing here for me to do except for improv classes. And I was like, go take improv classes. You have no idea how beneficial that'll be to your, for your career. So like, that's why I'm asking you oh, these yeah. questions because I feel like so many times people in the entertainment industry are pigeonholed. I want to be an actress. I want to be a model. I want to be a musician, but taking like, like stretching yourself and taking like an improv class or doing a stand, learning how to do stand up can help you with every area of the entertainment industry, not just to be a comedian. So that, so thank you for answering my question. I really appreciate that. I know we weren't talking about planning on talking about comedy, but that was definitely an no. um, infor- informational moment there. Ask me anything you want. I am, I am here. I'm enjoying myself, so don't even worry about it. That's- <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your time at Disney. How did you get into Disney and how, like, how did that happen? Well, it, um, I graduated high school in 2006 and um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. I mean, you know, some kids, you know, they get scholarships and some kids, they, they already have their whole, you know, the next 10 years mapped out. I was that kid where, I was like, I don't know if I want to go to college or if I want to stay home, if I, you know, want to travel. I, I didn't know. So I had an awesome teacher named Miss Wilson, and she was a, a huge mentor uh, for me in high school. And, um, you know, she, she knew that, you know, I was an outgoing person, and she knew that I kind of had, like, that adventurous mindset. So she saw this uh, flyer for um, the Disney College Program. And uh, she called me in after school one day, and she said, Tyler, I think, you know, you could really benefit from this. Uh, bring it home and show your mother. So I took it home, showed my mom. My mom read it over. She instantly said, you're doing this. You're leaving the house. You know, you're not staying here. This is what you're doing. So um, I'd say I graduated in June of 2006. I was, I was already in Florida by August 2006. Um, wow. And I, I really – I really enjoyed myself. I mean, that was an opportunity where, you know, I really thought to myself, okay, I'm, I'm out of high school. When will I have a chance to go to a different state, you know, work, just do something brand new. So I jumped at it. I, and I, yeah. I really, I, I missed the, the experience. I mean, I worked with people from all over the world, from Russia, China, Brazil, Mexico, Canada, Australia, England, um, roommates from all over the world, all walks of life, and not only did it teach me about different cultures, but it taught me about myself because it really 
it really made me look at myself as, okay, I shouldn't be self-conscious about myself. I'm with all these people that are in the same boat, you know, away from their families, on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to embrace this new challenge. And um, it taught me how to how to make money and also spend it a lot quicker than I thought. Um, <laughs> but it really just <laughs> – it really just taught me how to be a better person, how to, how to be more responsible and uh, to really just start that, you know, adulting type of lifestyle. But um, it's an experience that I would never regret. It's made me who I am today. And I actually met my, my wife (laughs) through, through Disney also. So, you know, it definitely worked out. So you met your wife at the most magical place on earth. That's awesome. Yes, I did. Fairy dust and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. On another podcast, we'll have to hear about that story because that sounds awesome. So you know what? uh, That is a good story. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. So through working at Disney, like you, you told me that you would make up different voices for your character. Can you talk a little bit about that, and then? segue maybe into how you got into voiceover? Uh, yes, yes. So, um, you know, again, you're, you're, with, you're with guests from all over the world, so you really want to make their, their Disney experience amazing. So I would do it just to make my day go by fast. It really wasn't for them. It was for me just to, you know, <laughs> keep myself entertained. Um, but, you know, there would be families, and, and I would just kind of put on this, like, dorky, you know, bellhop, routine i'd be like hey guys uh, welcome to the hollywood tower hotel uh, how many do you have all right let me get your luggage here and uh, all right sit over here <laughs> and people would look at me and i'm I'm five foot eleven i'm a black guy talking like that with glasses <laughs> so they're like wait this something ain't right like you know they would just start laughing <laughs> so you know you really just just play along with it and um again you feed off the energy of of your guests and um, there would be a lot of times where I would talk like I was from, like, an African village, and I'd be like, like, and people, it would just throw them off. And I would have one of my cast member friends, he would, he would pretend he was my translator. So he would be like, he's asking how many, okay? This is what he said. He said, you in the pink shirt, come forward. And, like, People would go with it, and, um, you know, that just made it fun. And, and when I started doing voices, I mean, I was like, wow, this I'm kind of I'm kind of good. And, you know, you just play around, and you find things that – voices that you're good at, voices that you sound like this celebrity and this character, and you just kind of build on it. And, um, you know, since, since that happened after I started working at Disney, uh, when I left, there was just something in my heart that really wanted me to do, you know, I, I wanted to do comedy and then I wanted to get into voiceover. And I had a great friend of mine named Mike who worked at a radio station here in Lakeland, Florida. And I asked him about voiceover. I said, Hey, you know, some people have been saying I should try it out. I really don't know anything about it. Can you help me? And he said, yeah, why don't you come down to the station? Uh, we'll, we'll cut your demo and uh, you know, we'll kind of show you what it's like. And I said, okay. So I went down to the station. They were gracious enough. They they gave me a couple scripts. They cut me a demo. Um, they kind of taught me the ins and outs. Uh, I was there for the day. And after that, I fell in love with just, you know, the voiceover. I just fell in love with every aspect of it. 
And uh, when the demo came out, I shared it with my friends and family, and they loved it. So that kind of cemented in my mind, okay, this is something that I want to do. Now, years later, um, you know, again, this was almost maybe eight, nine years ago, um, I kind of took a break, you know, did comedy for a while, took a break from the voiceover, and um, but I knew that, that my heartstrings were tugging, you know, hey, you need to get on stage or a mic. You, one of those things you need to get back to. So mm-hmm. um, me and my we were looking for churches about three and a half years ago, and we found a church here in Orlando, and the church that we went to, or that we go to actually, um, they're all about releasing your dreams and finding what God has has implemented in your life what he wants you to show the world. So during, you know, the first couple of weeks of church, you know, they're preaching on this, you know, what's your dream and what's your passion that God's given you. So I spoke to some of the church members and I said, you know, I, I used to do voiceover and I, you know, God's telling me I need to do something about it and I'm listening to him. I just don't know how to. And uh, one of the guys at church named Lewis, he pointed me in the direction of a, um, one of the other church members who was a professional voice actor. So I spoke with him and I'm telling you, he was awesome. He, his name was Donald and he gave me a mic. He gave me some of his contacts. He gave me websites. He helped me with, you know, demo outlines and how to contact people and how to network. And normally with that, yeah, normally with that, you, you would be charged. You know, some people would say, yeah, I'll be your mentor for, you know, 300 bucks a month or 500 bucks a month, mm-hmm. 100 bucks a month. But Donald said, you know what, I want to help you. You know, I just want, I just, I see that you're passionate about this. I want to help you. So he really took That's me awesome. under his wing and showed me, um, you know, what I really wanted to do. And after that, I was hooked. I've been doing it, you know, full steam ahead ever since. And that's what I try to implement in anyone I talk to. If they want help or need help, I try to help them because paying it forward in this industry, I believe, is what makes you successful. Not necessarily the big contracts, the big gigs, the big companies, the big projects. It's the simple, you help me, I'm going to do what I can to help you. And and that goes a long way. That's awesome. So I'm going to ask you a simplest question. When we say voiceover, when I think of that, I think of, like, cartoons. Can you go into more depth about exactly what voiceover means? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, voiceover, you know, a lot of people, just like you, you know, they, they think of cartoons or Bugs Bunny, Elmo, uh, you know, Cartoon Network, all those, Disney. But really, voiceover is, is anything that you put a voice over. So it literally explains itself. Um, so it could be, um, you know, an e-learning where you're just, you know, a kid in school who's who's reading a, an audio book. Um, it could be a corporate video. It could be a cartoon or a movie or a trailer or a TV commercial, um, you know, anything, anything, media, anything that you can think of. Um, voiceover is really incorporated in most of the uh, entertainment and technology that we have uh, today. Phone system, you know, press one for yes, press two for no, uh, leave a message at the beep. You know, that's a voiceover. Um, okay. So it's a lot more um, in depth, and when people, um, you know, were trying to get into voiceover, which I've learned, um, you know, someone told me, "What's your niche?" And I was like, "What do you mean? What's my niche?" And they were like, "What are you good at? What do you want to do? What do you want to zone zone in on?" 
And um, I told him, you know, character voices, of course, you know, that's, I, you know, I can do impressions, I can do characters, you know, that's one of my specialties. Um, but you don't have to be in a box confined in voiceover. There are so many spectrums of voiceover that you can do that really your opportunities and your experiences are, are endless. And, um, you know, sometimes you're good at 10 things. Sometimes you're, you're only good at those instructional videos. But if you find mm-hmm. what you're good at, hey, that's what you can, you can base your product on. Yeah, that's, I think that's awesome. I think that um, a lot of people need to hear that because, again, like, when, when you think of enter- the entertainment industry, you're thinking of, like, someone on, on the stage. You're thinking of someone with an instrument. You're thinking of someone who's being photographed. But you need the voices for a lot of, like like you said, the commercials. Or I, I mean, It didn't even occur to me that, like, the lady that says, press one for English or press two for Spanish is um, – that I didn't, it never would have even occurred to me that that was voiceover. So it seems like it's a much yeah. broader, it's, it seems like there are ample opportunities. So if that's something that someone wanted to get into, there, there are obviously a ton of opportunities, especially with all of the automation and all that's going yeah. on now and all of like the artificial intelligence. I'm sure that is a part of the entertainment industry, if you will, that's going to explode. Oh, absolutely. And, and, uh, you nailed it right on the head. You know, as time progresses and technology every day expands, um, you know, the need for voices are just, they're ever-changing, and they're more in demand mm-hmm. now than they have ever been because, um, you know, we're kind of getting away from the traditional, um, you know, telephones and, and TV. Now it's, I want to stream and I want to listen to my iPod well, iPods are old now, but, you know, I want to listen to my music and I want to stream. And if you think about it, all those little ads, all those commercials in between your, your videos and things, that also can be a voiceover. So, um, you know, the way technology is, and I can record from my home. I don't have to go to L.A. I don't have to go to New York like, I like you know, they used to. Um, you know, you can do everything at, at your home too. So that's what makes, you know, just the world – a bigger place where you can play, you know, you can connect with, you know, I connect with, with businesses in Indonesia and, and India and England and Canada. And, and I mean, it's amazing that I can just, you know, send an email or phone patch them in and I can talk to a studio, you know, in, in, I mean, who knows anywhere anywhere in the world. So, um, you know, technology is, is, is expanding, but it's expanding in a, in a great um, in a great way. It really is. Awesome. So how, like, if I wanted to get into voiceover work, how would I, where would I even start? Um, you know what? It's, it's, it's hard to say where, because everyone's journey is different. And I, and I don't mean to sound cliche when I say that, but it's the truth. You know, some people, uh, some people know producers, you know, Hey, my, my uncle, he produces Warner brothers. I, you know, or, you know, my, my best friend, he's a voice actor, and I just work with him. But, um, again, there's so many roads to to get to where you want to go. For myself, um, I was on uh, – I used to use Facebook. And what I used to okay. do, I used to um, join, like, the little voiceover groups and uh, entertainment groups, you know, movie groups. And I would um, upload, like, you know, I would make a little, little – Facebook profile and, and a little page 
just having my demos, a little bio, uh, maybe a website link. And I would just literally search for people looking for, hey, you know, I'm looking for a voiceover for this or uh, I'm, I'm a production studio. We're looking for people to join our studio. And I would just search endlessly, you know, for people and for opportunities. And I would, I would email um, studios. I would call studios. I would email and call production companies. I would email and call small businesses. I would email and call individual people that I knew maybe, you know, worked with other production companies or studios or businesses. Um, so, I mean, there definitely are ways. Um, one of the first, actually the first voiceover job I got was um, through a company called Learning Ally. And with Learning mm-hmm. Ally, uh, we were audiobooks for um, children and kids with learning um, and reading disabilities. So where from K through 12, uh, we record audiobooks. You, it could be uh, blindness, ADHD, dyslexia, um, anything that might prohibit a child um, uh, to read or, or if they have trouble. And his name was Michael Kinsey, and I found him on Facebook. He literally put a post up, and he said, um, you know, this is the company I work for. We're looking for voiceover people to do audiobooks. If you would like to join our team, email me. So I emailed him. Wow. He, he heard my demo, and he said, Tyler, you know, you're great. We'd like to use you. And um, he was one of the first, you know, people to really give me a chance. But I think what my um, my advice to people getting into the industry would be, um, you know, it's always good to have training. It's always good to just be a sponge. You know, don't, don't get mm-hmm. cocky. Don't think you're above someone. Don't think you're too big to learn. That's what I've learned. Some yeah. people go, you know, if if they, you know, I've had people say, Tyler, your demo is not good. Like, I've had people tell me that. Like, Tyler, this is not what we're looking for. It used to upset me, and it used to bring mm-hmm. me down and crush me, but you learn, okay, that person's no is another person's yes. And yeah. if you keep going, and if you keep moving forward and, and take those no's and learn from those no's, you know, ask them, okay, you said no. What, what, what was it that you didn't like, or, or what do you think I could fix? What do you think I could um, improve on? And, and a lot of people, they are open to that, and they'll, they'll help you. They'll say, you know, I think you should yeah. do this, and well, I think you should do that. Be, you know, receptive. Just be a sponge. Learn everything you can, um, and don't, don't forget about the, the old school methods. Pick up a phone and call a studio. Pick up a phone and yeah. call a small business. Uh, you know, send an email. You know, it doesn't all have to be knocking on doors. I mean, you're not selling vacuum cleaners like the 50s. Um, but, you know, you'd but be it's amazed. But knocking on doors, essentially. I just, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> knocking on cyber doors. Um, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I, I tell people, like, just don't forget about the little, the little things to communicate. Um, when you call a studio or a production company or somebody, and you say, hey, my name's Tyler, you know, I'm a voice actor, I'm just calling to see if you're accepting demos from new voice talent. It's amazing they'll be like, uh, um, wow, I, I didn't expect a call. Right then and there, they will remember you because no one else yep. has done that except you. So when something comes up, they'll go, oh, you know, Tyler, this guy, he called me. Let me, let me uh, you know, message him back. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I call, I email. Um, I used to go on Craigslist and type in voiceovers, and if anyone needed a voiceover, I'd email them. Um, I use LinkedIn, so if I see a connection that, you know, someone adds me, 
I look up their company. I reach out to them through LinkedIn. I reach out through the company email. Um, again, I call. I, you know, I, I just I just do everything I can to make that connection. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm telling you that those little those little ways and just being personable, not pushing, not yeah. not you know, slamming it down their throat, but just hey, my name's Tyler. This is what I do. I'd love to work with you. Um, you know, is, is there an opportunity here? You know, what, what can, you know, what can I do? Or, Hey, can you just listen to my demo? Can you give me feedback? Mm-hmm. Um, anything you need help with, you know, it's just, we're humans, you know, and we want that interaction. We want that just being personable. That's, that's really the basis yeah. for it. Yeah, that's awesome. We talk, we talk a lot about, um, yeah. And it's like calling and doing everything that you're saying, whereas insistent is like, you need to work with me because I'm awesome and this is what I'm, this is what I need from you. But what you're saying exactly. is basically you're calling and you're being personable and you're willing to serve the people. And that alone in this day and age in a world where it's like my way right away, I think that alone sets people apart. Like if someone were to call and say something like that to me, Hey, Janine, like I want to work with your company and, how can I help you today? Even without getting paid, how can I help you today? I'll be like, okay, this is right. someone that I definitely down the line when I have an opportunity, I'll bring on board because that's, that's the servant's heart and and that's someone who's moldable too. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I love yes, exactly. you like, and I just love the way that you, you talked about, like you have to do the legwork. Like uh, do you have an agent or are you doing all of this on your own? Um, I, I have both. Um, I do work. Okay. I do have an agency um, in Pennsylvania. Even though I'm in Orlando, um, I am part of mm-hmm. an agency in um, Pennsylvania, and just a couple okay. companies that you know send editions and things like that. Um, but you know, I I, I want to tell you know if anyone's listening and if anyone is is wanting to get into the industry, you know, agencies can be very difficult to get in. So if you send them a demo and and you send them a resume or, or a bio. And they say, no, unfortunately, you know, you don't fit what we're looking for or you need more work. Again, don't take that as you are horrible at what you do. Just take it as, yeah. you know, right now it's not what they're looking for. And, mm-hmm. and, again, that's when you can say, you know, what can I improve on? What are you looking for? Yeah. And ask them, hey, can I reach back? That's a key thing. Mm-hmm. At, if someone says no or not at this time, always say Thank you for your time. Uh, when is there a time I can I can reach back, or can I follow up with you in in a year or six months to see if anything changes? Mm-hmm. Most people will say absolutely, and in that yeah. time, while you're following up, you never know. You might have a, a professionally produced demo that's you know ready to go, or uh, you might have worked you know eighteen thousand jobs and your resume is awesome now. So when you get that other opportunity. You're ready. You know, you, you have that yeah. need on those bones. You're, you're confident. Um, yep. and, and really, you know, when you contact people, again, it's just being personable. And every no can be another yes. Never give up. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing forward. But like you said, you've got to do the work. You cannot just sit there and go, woe is me. Why is no one calling me? Why is no one emailing yep. me? It's because you haven't emailed anybody back. You know, you've got to throw yeah. yourself out there. And the more times you do it, you might, you know, sometimes I send, and I'm not even kidding you, sometimes I send 100 emails in a day. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I get no replies for like a month from those. Uh, Sometimes I get 
50 replies. But I know eventually yeah. someone's going to see it and someone's going to reach back. Yeah. And you just got to have that faith. You got to have that confidence and you just got to know what you want. That's awesome. And as crazy as this is, our half an hour is just about up. And normally I would say, hey, would you like to give someone a piece of advice? But I feel like you ended with the best piece of advice you could. So you, you, you've totally done, you've done my job for me today, Tyler. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're, I'm going to interview you. Um, I'm going to interview you next time. So. <laughs> okay. Next, yeah. Next time I'll be on the hot seat, but I just, I want to thank okay. you so much for your time today. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your advice. And thank you just for sharing all of your stories. I think that there are a lot of people who are going to tune into this podcast who are going to be like, oh, you know what? This is something I could do. And I just, I, I just thank you so much for all of that. And thank you for your time. It, it, I really appreciate it. Oh, Denise, thank you so much. I, I appreciate, you know, you allowing me to come on here and tell my story. And, and I really hope that this, uh, you know, kind of shines a light on someone's dream. And I hope that somebody can, uh, you know, be successful in just whatever they want to do. You know, just, just love what you do, people, and don't look back. Don't look back. That's awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, and I will be in contact soon so we can do a follow-up, okay? Okay, sounds good, Denise. Thank you very much. I had a great time. <laughs> Me too. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, thank you so much for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast today. If you enjoyed what we talked about, please make sure that you hit subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening. And if you are interested in getting involved with VIP Ignite and would like more information on how to become an actor, a model, or a musician, or a voiceover artist, please go to our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar and where you can also get pre-qualified for our big event we have coming up in Hollywood in June. As always, thank you so much and have a great day.